0: What up, Survivors? Welcome to D-180, the horror movie podcast taking you on a ride. Thanks for linking up with us. I'm AJ.
1: And I'm Janae,
0: And welcome to our Fast Pass episode. Um, This is our first one, but you know, if y'all messed with it, then, you know, we'll see what's up. But before we proceed, let me know, do y'all, how do y'all survivors, how do y'all feel about horror reality TV shows? Let us know on our Twitter at D180 Podcast. But this episode, we're going to be talking about The CW's Killer Camp. So if you've been listening to our Camp 180 themed episode, John A asked me to watch this horror reality show, right? And it's like a British American whodunit style game show. It's created by James Duncan, Ben Wilson. So the series first aired on TV in 2019 on ITV2. It was supposed to be like a Halloween special went for five consecutive days all the way up to Halloween. The CW jumped right on that, licensed it, aired it the summer of 2020, and now uh, season two is supposed to be coming out this fall. So, um, you know what, y'all? Y'all know how I am. I really don't do the TV shows and stuff, but I have to say, this one was a bit different for me. I don't know, Ms. Nay, you might've struck something here in me. Yay! <laughs> but if you guys wanna catch it before we bust it open, it's streaming on the CW app for the free right now. So pause, we'll be, promise you, we'll be right here. Go watch it, come back, because when we come back, we're gonna spoil the entire thing.
1: This cop is your worst nightmare. A real game. You just really can't trust anyone. With a killer twist. Your job is to find the killer. That looked like it really hurt. So, Killer Camp. You have 11 strangers, right? They applied to be on the show that they thought was called Summer Camp, but it's not really a summer camp. They quickly find out that they really are on Killer Camp. Did you
0: read in your research they had backups on deck if people wanted to back out?
1: Yes, I definitely saw that.
0: <laughs> Can, do you think you would back out?
1: Um, no. I wouldn't have backed out. I wouldn't either. (laughs) But that's... But I did think that was hilarious that they did have backups. But the whole premise, though, is that they're going to be trying to win some money. So, they gotta find out who the killer is among them. But then also, don't end up dead themselves.
0: Basically, it's a big-ass game of Among Us.
1: Yep. The only downside is, though, both parties don't get the money. Like, the killer... It's either or. It's not both.
0: Right. So if they <laughs> lose a challenge, if the innocent people lose a challenge, like, you know, the campers, then the killer gets that money. So say like me and John a, we innocent and we only got like five hundred dollars out of a possible one thousand, then the killer would get that other five hundred and it would keep adding up.
1: Yep, and the total amount on the table that could be won is fifteen thousand dollars. One five. Zero you think that's zero. enough? Um, no, but seeing that probably the budget for this wasn't heavy, like, it's not like a Netflix production, so it's And I mean,
0: I don't know, because I don't want to give Netflix too much credit either, but, because y'all know I
1: love me some Circle. But I'm talking about in terms of the the money on the table. So, the Circle gives out a lot of money, and then Too Hot to Handle, they gave out a lot of money. So, compared to, like, a show like that or any other mainstream reality show... $15,000 is not a lot. So I am interested to see in the fall if the pot gets larger.
0: There are a lot of things I'm curious about in season two. Like one thing namely would be like the players. So we have Faragel, Warren, Nuri, Carl, Eleanor, Holly, Sean, Rosie, Sam, Rob, and Jack. So they're your 11 players, right?
1: So I found out that they all had fact sheets on like this website or whatever. Well, the website no longer exists, but I was still able to find their fact sheets. So Carl, I found out their scary movies, favorite scary movies. Carl's favorite scary movie is Saw. Sean's favorite is What Lies Beneath. Rob's is Alien. Jack's is Get Out. Holly's is Saw. Warren's is Saw. Oh, well. Wow. Right? Eleanor's is Shutter Island. Sam's is Saw. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
1: Nuri's is Us. Rosie's is It. And then Fear Girls is Seven.
0: All of y'all that like Saw, I just want to know why. And I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying, like, I just feel like at this point, at this point, if your favorite movie is Saw... I'm convinced you just haven't seen anything else because I'm gonna leave it at that. This ain't about that right now. (laughs) But one thing I do have a little thing about. So, you know, we meet our players, right? We meet them on the bus and we get their names along with their tropes, right? And the tropes for me, they're okay. So they're based off things about them, which works and doesn't work, right? So you have Rob who works in the cinema and he's deemed the film geek. Which instantly, you're going to tag him as, like, Randy from Scream, right? And even, like, some point in the show, he even quotes Randy, right? Going right. The three rules, right? So, you know, that makes sense. That's a good trope. But on the Because that was side, actually
1: listed as one of his strengths in his fact sheet is that he has a knowledge of horror.
0: Right. I remember. And he even mentions that, like, I think at the very beginning. And on the other hand, you got, like, Sam, right? The vegan. Okay, yeah, he's a chef. That's his occupation, but like literally, that's all, and he gets labeled the vegan. Like that right. can be anyone. Like Rob, the film geek, can be a vegan. Holly, the uh, outsider, she could be a vegan. Like that's you know what I'm saying. Like that's just kind of yeah. like me. So you know that kind of didn't really work for me for everybody because it was a few people. Their tropes was either like a watered down version of someone else's, or you know I feel like it could have been a little. I feel
1: more like TV he could have been like they could have gave him like a bad boy or something because he had all those tattoos.
0: Something, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something
1: because I didn't really think Rosie's was really a trope for real. For real, she was the forensic nurse.
0: I remember that now, yeah. I was just like, Well, what does that mean? Like,
1: that's actually now, of like, course, kind of her job though, but like in the horror movie trope sense, that doesn't,
0: but that's what I mean. Like, Sam's was his based off his job because he was a chef and they just gave him vegan, which is just that's has to do with his job, it's not like a trope. And I know we're saying the same thing, but I'm agreeing with your point. I just, we couldn't think of anything else. Now, you'll have movie characters that are nurses and they come in clutch in the movie, but that's not a trope.
1: Yeah, it's not. You know? I feel like everyone else's was great, except for those two. So
0: speaking of tropes, who did you think, like, from Jump, who did you guess? Who did you think it was?
1: Um, Funny, I didn't think anybody. Like, I was the first episode, I was kind of just chilling. Mm-hmm. And then, once the second episode hit, that's when I was like, okay, maybe it could be Rob. Caleb was convinced it was Sam, but I was like, that's too easy.
0: I didn't think Sam was the easy choice. I thought it was because, okay, I have a lot of reservations. So, from my predictions, Rob was a red herring to me. I'm like, okay, obviously he's a film geek. He has this knowledge of horror films. Like, you know, it gets very obvious. But then my other guess was that it would be Holly. And I have so many reasons for as why it could have been Holly and she would have been a better choice than what we get. But
1: let me kind of give a little background information too, because I don't think we explain like how the challenges work because they have to do three challenges. And this actually kind of, if you actually like really watching and see who participates in the challenges, this kind of aids in your guessing too. So in the first one, you earn money for the group pie. And of course, like we say, any money that you don't earn goes towards whoever's secretly the killer. Then your second challenge for that day is where you get your clues.
0: For me, these clues that we get Okay, so they get clues after they do challenges. Like if a certain team wins, they're able to get access to clues, right? And then the clues are just on this little postcard, you know. So the first round of clues that we get all together are the killer likes stamps, art, Avril Lavigne fan, likes Thai food, likes Danny DeVito, has sex on the balcony, will rate themselves a five at best, likes to talk over people, and is into taxidermy hates peas, wanted to be an astronaut. People usually assume they might be alphabet gang, can't live without films. And instantly, when you, once you see the show and you
1: hear all these clues,
0: it's so easy to point to the killer, right? Uh,
1: Yes and no, because I knew somebody had to be lying.
0: And you find that out, too. So apparently when they get their clues, they'll be like, well, I think we should change this. Or they don't even have to tell everybody else what their clues are that they don't want to, you know. And that's like, all right. And I have something about that, too. It's just like a lot of things that happen in this show. There are things that are just that makes it kind of like, well, I wish you would have did this instead of the way y'all did it.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Then the third one is when you get immunity. So the the winner can't be killed that night, but you get to choose another person to be immune with them. Um, So with watching them do the challenges, I also suspected people. So that's why I thought it was Rob, because Rob, some of the challenges, he just failed miserably.
0: Yeah, so I agree with you. So when they first get there right, we get like what I call an ode to an opening scene of the movie. The gang arrives there Fergal is the first one to go. They don't even get to do anything. Like, he's nope. out on the boat. Boats explode. You know, it's giving you a taste of what it is for the season.
1: That's so when they after, let them know that they uh not on summer camp. You're actually right. on killer camp. So,
0: by the end of this day... You get Nuri and Eleanor, and they're the top choices. People are picking Eleanor. It's a long story. I'm going to get into her just a little bit more. Just hold a tab on her. But Nuri's the second person to go, right? She gets a your next, wrong turn four style kill, if you know, you know, wired to the neck. Really beautiful. And this is when they get to, like, the watermelon challenge, right? And I'm looking at everybody. Everybody pretty much sucked to me. They did. But somehow Eleanor becomes the main subject. They like blame her off the challenge, laughing at Fergal's death and taking Nuri's pillow.
1: I'm like, it's a pillow. I really think that that's Carl's fault for why Eleanor got blamed. Was he the first one to
0: like throw her name out
1: there, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: since he was tied to her in that challenge.
0: And then, you know, we go on to the next episode. They have a challenge called All Tied Up. And this is where Rob really starts to stick out. And it's even like some of the things, if you listen to what he's saying, it's just like, okay, dude. Cause I feel like it's even another challenge right after that, the same episode, when they're like jumping from pad to pad and like you see Rob falling in the water, but you know who's killing it though? Warren, he doing it on everybody. Yep, he
1: was my favorite.
0: Okay, I really did like him. And if you watch The Circle, of any of the survivors watch The Circle, Warren and Chris from season one look alike to me. And I thought that was Chris at first. When I first started watching that, quickly realized it wasn't him, obviously. But they look alike. When you're successful, niggas do not want to see you be great. And this is the reason that Warren ends up in a hot seat. So it's between Warren and Carl now.
1: So the other thing I picked up about that, I mm-hmm. knew Warren was going to go home not only because he was way too good, but also he made a comment about Sean. So Carl and Sean kind of like hit it off and made like a little romance in a day. Mm -hmm. So once they were on the dock, and Warren made some comment about Sean to Carl, Carl got pissed off and then he ended up with a dick through his eye.
0: So the thing is, when we get to eliminations, you never really find out why people are getting eliminated. I found out that... In particular to the eliminations, it never really tells you how the bottom players are chosen or tell you why somebody gets killed. Yeah. Like that's all we get is the clues. No time to really hang out with the characters. Like I wanna say like I'm um, maybe the episode whatever episode before Rob You know, that happens. We get a little time with them, but you know, that's just because he liked Eleanor and they was just trying to see where that was gonna go. We don't really get any time to really know the players, sit in on conversations, make our own assumptions for real, for real. Really all we get is just a heavily edited show that shows you where you're supposed to think instead of letting you do the work for yourself. The bottom two, one is picked by the killer and then the others picked by producers based off of what'll make for dramatic effect. You know how they do. So ultimately, the person that's chosen to get killed is chosen by the killer. I'm just like, okay, that's cool, but I wish that we would see something. It don't got to be necessarily like, I don't know, like maybe they take like a camp boat or something. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Because it just seemed like the people that, like when Nuri... Ended up, like, at the bottom, too. For some reason, I knew she was going to be at the bottom because I'm like, okay, it's the foreign student. So, of course, who do you kill first?
1: But also, with the way that it was edited, she didn't really get any springtime. And I don't think she really talked that much.
0: And that's that's what I'm saying. It kind of fed in because when you get these international, foreign... I'm sorry if I'm not being politically correct right now. But when you get those characters in horror films, they're usually the first ones to go. And I mean, like, I don't know if that was the thing behind her death specifically, but that's instantly what I thought of. Of course, we would get rid of her character first. Even getting rid of Fergal first, because he he seemed like he was going to be very annoying. For some reason, I just felt like he was going to be annoying. And of course, you would get rid of that character first, too, in a slashy. Yeah. We haven't talked about Bobby yet. Bobby is the host. How do you feel about Bobby?
1: I love him, and I hope he's in season two.
0: His storytelling for me sometimes was a bit over the top. And you know me, I could take over the top. I run with the best of them. But I don't know. It was like...
1: I loved it because he was insensitive and just screaming. And, like, they were sitting there crying. And to me, it was funny.
0: <laughs> First of all, I'm like, why are y'all crying? Why are y'all crying? Y'all acting like these people getting killed for grus, real. Grus, 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 I was about to say that. <laughs> that. No, I did like that. I did like that. Yuckies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love him. The
0: way that Warren dies. Who thought it is?
1: And, and I don't know
0: why.
1: I also want to go back to Eleanor. I kind of hated how they dinged up on her, though, because my thing was how you getting up on the lone black girl?
0: And that was another thing I had with the show. I know this is the UK and I I really don't know much about the UK, but you know me, if I see too many of one type of person on the show, I'm just like, hmm, I don't know about that. And I wasn't liking that either. I was just like, why were y'all ganking up on Eleanor? Because she took a pillow.
1: And because she laughed when Virgo died. But when you look at that scene, a
0: lot of them were laughing though.
1: Yeah, and hers was more like a nervous laugh, like, what the fuck am I getting myself into?
0: And I'm like, y'all was the ones that was talking about Lazy Little Camper, like, y'all was egging it on, so y'all just is guilty. Right. So now, you know what, I was just talking about eliminations, Right. In this next episode, the campers actually get to vote who they think is guilty. So they have a little cash challenge. They got to go swim. They get the buoys. They have to throw these buoys in the ring. And you're starting to pay more attention to people at this point. You're seeing, like, who looks like they're just blatantly throwing challenge. Or, like, you know, if this is just because of the wind. Because it was a bit windy. But... It all comes down to the clue challenge and it's kind of like a who said what challenge It's very sleepaway camp style letter with, you know, dear mom, I've been at sleepaway camp for three weeks and I'm scared, but it'll like reveal a secret. And this was cool. But I think it would have been better, like I said, if we spent more time with the characters and knew some secrets. Because, like, it gets revealed that Rob likes Eleanor, which she already knew that she don't feel the same. I think there was some drama between, like, Rosie and Holly, which I mean, like, we wouldn't have known that because that was kind of random to me. I was like, why does Holly have a problem with Rosie? Where did that even come from? But, you know, we not seeing everything because it's only five days and these episodes are an hour. So it's not like we got that much time with them. And I'm not saying we always have to have drama of some sort, but if you are gonna bring that up and not show us any proof, then it's just kind of like, where did that come from? (laughs) At the end of the day, it comes down to them voting, like I said early. And at this point earlier, I mentioned the clues and this is when we get that last set of clues and it mentions that this person can't live without films. Obviously, it's Rob, but when you think about it, it's episode three, right? It can't be Rob because if it is Rob, what are we going to do with the other two episodes? Like, is the show going to be over? Like, what's going to happen? That's that's at least what I started thinking, and that's why I said I thought Rob was going to be like a red herring. Like, they would think it's him, it's revealed to not be him, and then the show keeps going. But plot effing twist, Rob is actually the killer, Well, one of the dealers. And that only happens because he got caught. Like if Rob hadn't got caught, they wouldn't have had quote unquote two killers. And I mean, obviously you gotta think on top of your toes, but I was just like, well, if your clues weren't so freaking obvious, maybe they wouldn't have guessed Rob. Like, I don't know what they could have done about the clues. Like, I think they should have been, like, things maybe left around the camp or maybe a combination. Maybe it would have been something that they won. Or maybe if it's something that they won, it's not, like, written clues. Like, maybe if he likes to collect stamps, then they could have got, like, a box of stamps or something. They would have had no idea what that meant. But, like, you know, it's stamps. so somebody something pertaining to stamps you know what i'm saying yeah like Like, items
1: versus
0: yeah versus just like verbal clues yeah because it don't that don't really do anything especially well first of all before i go then rob's mustache i don't know if his mustache was fake or not i feel like it was fake because i feel like that's how officer franks from sleepaway camp should have looked because I still can't get over that fake mustache, and it's been years at this point. But they have this box challenge. They got to you know, what's in the box, filling around. The clue challenge, I liked this little clue challenge when they were spinning around and getting dizzy and trying to throw the ball at each other. I feel like that's hard to cheat.
1: It is. Very hard. Because I don't like being spun around in circles, so I get nauseous so fast. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> very unfortunate. Yeah, I couldn't do the teacups. What? I can't do I I look, can't all those rides.
0: So you can't do the spaceship ride that, like, when it twirls, like, the gravity mm-hmm. does some weird stuff and it pins you against the wall?
1: I can't do it. I've head.
0: written that ride 17 times in a row one summer.
1: Because
0: I was trying to win a prize, but we had to leave. And all I had to do was beat 21, and I feel like I could have done it.
1: That's why I had a hard I, time, like, trying to pick up pirouettes and stuff. Mm. Because I just... I can't.
0: <laughs> I'm a turner. I love turns. Like, that's my jam. This is where Sam starts getting sussed out by the players. And I feel like there was no reason for this. I mean, okay.
1: So, I I know. But, so this is my thing. I think Carl went out to Sam in one of those challenges because Sam was like, oh, maybe you're a killer. And mm-hmm. he got pissed off. He said he pissed me off. So I'm pretty sure that's why Carl went after Sam.
0: So at this point, we get another set of clues. And like I said, I'm just gonna say all of them together. This person is in the mile high club, loves animals, loves their eyes, goes to the gym five times a week, lied about their job, scared of spiders. These clues generally were a little bit better. I will give them that. This set of clues can apply to anybody. And it's when they start getting these clues that they start thinking it's between, like, a few people get thrown around. But really, they looking at Sam. But I feel like at this point, Sam was like, okay, well, why can't it be Carl, too? Because these fit him just as well. But like I said, because remember, y'all, I told y'all I thought it was Holly. That could fit Holly. It can fit Rosie. It's so many people that that whole little box of clues can fit.
1: Yes and no. Only because I know that their fact sheets had came out before the series. So looking at the fact sheet, you know that Carl's fear was spiders and Holly's was getting electrocuted.
0: I'm not talking off fact. I'm talking about like just in general, anybody can right. be scared of spiders. Anybody could go to the gym five times a week. Just because you go to the gym five times a week don't mean you gonna have gains because you could be BSing. Anybody can lie about their job. Anybody can have sex in an airplane. Everybody who doesn't love animals, just because you eat meat does not mean you don't love animals. And I have brown eyes, and I still think I have prettier eyes than a whole bunch of other people that have color eyes. So anybody can fit that description. So that's what I'm saying these set of clues are way better than the first ones that we get. The first ones are so specific that it was so easy to just be like, well, I mean, it kinda has to be Rob. If it's not, that's a great red herring cause all clues point to him. But this second set, I feel like they're way better because a whole bunch of people could fit into that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, this is where we do like the little Carrie challenge. I like this one. Once again, forever relevant, Carrie White, anyway. Um, So they're, like, standing under these buckets of blood with, like, a pole. And Holly ends up winning. And her and Eleanor, they're girlfriends at this point. And this is more a reason why I was like, okay, it might be Holly. Because Holly is just skating. You know, like, she's the outsider. She gives Eleanor immunity. So they're good for the um, elimination. But what ends up happening is it's now between Rosie and Jax. Did you enjoy Rosie's kill as much as I did?
1: Yeah, I liked it.
0: Cause it was definitely giving Paige, a la Valentine or David from Mikey.
1: Yeah, I also thought it gave like a little bit of brother Jackie, just a little bit.
0: Oh, with Tiffany and the TV, I didn't even think of that one. I guess I was just thinking like hot tub. So yeah, you're right. And even right here, okay. So check this out. So Rosie getting killed right here, I felt like that was perfect setup for it to even be Sean. Her and Sean were best friends, right? And that would be so smart to kill your best friend versus killing somebody else. Because then it would be like, well, obviously it can't be them then. Because, of course, they would save their best friend. Like, I thought that was so smart, but it wasn't Sean either. So now, next day, this is the finale, y'all. They got to do these different challenges. One is, like, them eating these fucking meals. And I don't know, like, that That onion milkshake. How are y'all drinking the onion milkshake? Like now I know I'm iffy with hot dogs, but I don't think that's hard. I think the main thing was somebody else is feeding it to me. So you don't know if you're choking me or not. That's kind of weird. The rest of it, I don't know. I, okay, you know, no, 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 no. When they had the pie with the hot sauce in it, I would have tore that up. That's not I would have threw it. All you have to do is just whip the hot sauce around into the filling because it was whipped filling. So it wasn't like, it was like, if it was like a peach pie or a blueberry pie, something with like a filling, then yes, that would have been a little bit harder. But just because it's whipped, I just would have stirred up the hot sauce and then just ate it. It just would have been a little spicy. Probably wouldn't even taste it for real, depending on how much they put on there. But I just would have went for that. That wouldn't have been a problem.
1: I don't like hot sauce, period. So any taste of hot sauce, how you ready to puke.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate. Girl, you guys, damn, like what can you eat? Like your stomach just be on some other stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't like off. They taste nasty to me.
0: So at the end of this episode, we basically narrow it down to Carl and Sam. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. But we still get like, it's like seven people left. Like it's so many people we haven't killed. And I was just like, so we just gonna end it really at this fifth episode. Once again, they get to vote who they think it is. And it's based off these clues. And literally every single one of them every single one of them, vote Sam. Because remember the last set of clues, goes to the gym five times a week, lied about a job, is scared of spiders. So through some conversation, once again, some conversation we didn't see, some of it we saw, but most of it we didn't see. They deduct that Sam had lied about a job, but we never see this, we don't know this happened. And at the end, everybody literally votes Sam and it's not even him.
1: Nope.
0: Who's the killer?
1: Carl and throwing it to Carl was so random to me I thought it was perfect after I went back and watched it again I it made perfect sense like how I was explaining it earlier like he had an issue with Warren so he axed his ass he had an issue with Sam so he made all the clues point towards Sam and then he got smart and formed a relationship with Sean to throw it off and did all these things to protect Sean And that's
0: why it was so predictable to me because I'm like, of course you're going to go with this person that literally had all the conflict and somehow this person flies under everybody's radar. Of course, Sean's not gonna get killed at all. She's gonna be protected, even though she had an injury. And that's why I even said that it would have been perfect for it to be Sean because she literally played such a good game. Killing, well, she didn't kill her best friend. Had she been the one to kill her best friend, she really wasn't. When it came to challenges, she was pretty much in between, you know, wasn't doing too much, wasn't doing too less. Like, I mean, I guess that's just off skill. And like I said, that last set of clues could have easily applied to her as well and I felt like that would have been way better than you making the killer somebody that's had consistent conflict with other players and just happens to be in a relationship with somebody and the fact that once again it's a guy I hated that both times everybody was just like he well the killer he like just using he pronouns because I'm like it could be a girl
1: it could but I didn't think that they was going to choose a girl for this
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe next season we don't know what we'll get, but this season I definitely feel like it would have been 20 times better if it was either Holly or Shine. So what do you think about this?
1: Like, I loved every minute of it, Um, mainly because it's something different. It's not like your normal reality show. Like, who would really think—the only thing that you really got close to having, like, a scary, quote-unquote, reality show was Fear Factor. So I thought that was pretty cool, and then that was that other show on VH1 with the ghosts, with the some of the um, reality stars from like all the love and hip hop and stuff. But that was not. I know
0: what you're talking about, and I can't think of what it's called. But I know I used to watch it too.
1: Like it would be better if it was something with like real people versus celebrities, you know? Mm -hmm. But I loved it, and I can't wait for season two. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm nervous and excited to see what the CW is going to do with it. And if I had known in advance, I probably would have signed up for it.
0: I like the idea, but I want to see it more thought out. I can tell, like, I mean, obviously, this was good intentions to season one. Like all things, when they start off, they had the issues, but the execution, in my opinion, for this wasn't, it wasn't executed at all, like how it could have been. I will want to see, obviously, better tropes for the characters, definitely give us more time with the characters. I know this is only five days. It was probably just an experiment to see if it was going to even catch on anyway. But in season two, it definitely needs to be longer to give us more time to get to know people, to build connections with people. Different challenges. I think all the challenges don't need to be physical. Like, and I and I know like on here, like they have the question one and, or I mean the clue one, like who said this. But I feel like it should be more challenges that are just like, of all different arrays. Like in the circle, for example, um, no spoiler, but they had a makeup challenge where they had to like make up a mannequin. And that like obviously gave clues to the identities of some people. Or like um, they had to elect people to be certain, not class roles, I can't think of it. It It's like office roles. But if they did that at camp, you would see who likes who and who don't like who. Then a different tactic for clues. We brought that up. Like give us something else besides just a fact sheet and you just, cutting and pasting onto a postcard. And a set elimination process would be better for me. Like, let us see like, ooh, dang, like it might be Eleanor in the bottom this week, or dang, this happened to her. Or, you know, like maybe it can be somebody suspecting, somebody that genuinely lost a challenge, like did the worst. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just so many things I feel like weren't looked at. And hopefully they get looked at for the next season. It's cool though. I will say, you know me, I'm normally not, a tv series person at all (laughs) used to be but not so much at all but this one was decent i do like that as an actual game and i think that's cool the only i didn't mention this earlier but i remember when i was little it's not a horror game at all but legends of the hidden temple used to scare the hell out of me This isn't scary at all, but, you know, like, it's just something to, like, chill with. Like, you know, you don't really want to do a movie. You just want something kind of short, sweet, entertaining. I think this is the route to go. Excited to see what season two will be like in the fall.
1: Speaking of Legend of the Hidden Temple, I hope that the CW does it justice as well.
0: Yeah, because if you guys don't know, that's also gotten picked up. Like, I think, like, that happened during quarantine that it got picked up.
1: Yeah, and they were doing casting at the beginning of spring.
0: So I guess we are gonna see what that be like, cause y'all know I got a little thing with CW cause I just I just feel like they got an aesthetic that's not for me. Um, hopefully they don't kinda do that to this or Legends of the Hidden Temple. We will see, we'll just keep our fingers crossed. Hit us up on our IG and our Twitter and let us know how you like this Fast Pass episode.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Let me know, you guys. If you liked Killer Camp, if you've heard of Killer Camp, would you watch Killer Camp?
0: Well, I mean, if they got in this part, I know some people really do just listen to us without seeing the material, but I'm like, if you haven't watched it like we gave you the hookup right there, it's word free, like go ahead and watch it and then come right. back and you can like have more context to what we're talking about. But also make sure that you go visit Shudder and watch Ruin Me because we gonna see y'all on Friday to talk about that movie. Well, survivors. Like I said, I hope y'all enjoyed this fast, fast episode. We'll see you on Friday. See you you Friday.